Prakash here. There's once a mother who had a very wonderful son, rather the only son. He grows up into a wonderful youngster. When he is about 20-21, he meets with an accident and then dies. His body is deformed and after all the postmortem, everything is done, the body is given back. Finally, the body goes for uh, burial. As per their customs, the mother is uh, unable to bear the loss of her son. She is a very staunch uh, devotee of a god, a particular god that she follows. She is unable to bear it. It's almost two, three days since uh, the son has uh, gone. And unable to bear the pain, she finally starts uh, praying to God that I have been one of your best devotees. How can this happen? And uh, hearing her painful cry, God uh, comes in front of her and asks, What do you really want? Then she says, I want my son back. God says, You may not really like what you are asking for. Would you want something else? She said, No, I want my dead son back. And finally, God uh, relents, saying that you may not like to see how the bone that you are asking, the prayer that you are asking, is going to unfold. He says, may it be so, and then he disappears. This happens somewhere in the evening, and then the mother waits patiently to get her son back. Late in the evening, towards uh, the night, or maybe later part of the night, she starts uh, hearing distant sounds of uh, the burial ground closer to her home. She is surprised. She doesn't know what happens or what is happening. And then she hears a thumping noise on the floor as if someone very heavy is walking. And she is able to hear the reverberations, feel the reverberations. As the sound comes nearer and nearer, she starts feeling or smelling the actual burial death's ground, death burial grounds uh, smell in the air. She really has now fear setting in her mind and heart. And as the thumping grows louder and louder and louder, the smell gets really very pungent and she is unable to bear it. And then she starts hearing a thump on the door. And then she hears someone saying, Mom, please open the door. And as she peeps through the door to find who is there and she knows what is happening. <clears throat> Her dead son has just walked back right out of the graveyard. She is unable to bear what she is seeing and then prays to God, please take him back. And then everything vanishes as if it's a dream. Many of us are like this in our life. We really don't know what to pray for. And we really don't know how to pray for. And then we land up getting things in our lives which we are not supposed to have. The story that I shared is an extreme uh, situation which I read when I was quite young in one of the story books to say that uh, be careful of what you pray for because if it unfolds, you may not be able to handle it. Similar is the story of an emperor 
who was once uh, in his uh, palace, in his uh, prayer room. And then he has one uh, saint who comes to visit him. The saint is made to wait because uh, the emperor is praying inside. But because of his uh, special connection, he is able to manage to get in into the palace and into the praying room. And as he is able to sense what the emperor is praying for, though he is uh, praying silently, he turns and starts going back. The king on seeing him, he says, please stay, where are you going? He says, uh, King, I actually came here because I came to get some money from you to build a temple. But I can sense that you yourself are praying for more wealth, more power, more uh, kingdom size to rule. So there is no difference between you and me. Both of us are begging. Let me beg to the person to whom you are also begging, the God directly. I made a mistake of begging to a beggar. In our day-to-day -day life, if you all truly believe in a God or in a Master or in a Guru, don't we have the basic faith that they will take care of what is needed at the right time, at the right uh, location, when you exactly need, what you exactly need, not what you exactly want. This is the lack of faith which actually makes us pray many times. Assuming we still want to pray, there are a few caveats before we actually go and beg instead of just uh, praying. In true praying, there is no begging. We don't ask, give me this, give me that. But anyway, let's assume that even if you have to pray for a worldly situation, somebody is unwell, I need a job, I need money or whatever. When you face a situation, a tough situation or a challenge, the better thing would be to pray for strength to bear the challenge. Because every challenge or a situation that is given to us in our life is based on the unfolding of the samskara as bog, and which nothing but helps us to become stronger, to become wiser. Every problem and challenge that you face in your life, in our life, is meant to make us to find a better way to grow into a better human being, a stronger human being. When you go to a gym, if you continue to only do lower level of weights throughout your life, at some point of time your bodily growth might stop. You need to step up, as they say, you know, step up the irons, uh, pump it up or step up the ladder for you to get the full benefits. The same is true in real life also. When you pray, the basic tendency, even if you are praying for yourself, is to pray for God or Guru to give you the strength to face the challenge. Let's look at it the other way around. In case you face a situation and you are unable to bear the pain beyond a point, now you really want a solution to the problem that you are facing. What would be wiser way to pray? The wiser way to pray, as our masters always say, is Connect your heart with that of the Master or Guru or the God if you know how to connect. Share the problem prayerfully, submit it at their feet and just say that whatever be the right solution, let it unfold. That way you are really 
doing something based on your heart very smartly but based on your heart or shifting the problem solving to god or guru or your master instead of you solving the problem because many times we don't know how to solve it and then we land up asking bones like what that mother did the saint was smart he understood very shortly that if at all if he has to beg or pray it's better to connect to the person directly who is giving it's always said prayer is always for others because when you pray for the world as daji once said aren't you praying for yourself too because the world includes me in a prayerful connection even if you look at the prayer that we have o master it only says though art the real goal of human life we are it but slaves of wishes yet it is the wish for which we are praying for i wish to have a better material life i wish to get a better job i wish a better health forgetting the fundamental principles that what we really need will be taken care at the right time at best we have a right if we are praying for ourselves to place the problem in a very supplicant mode in front of our master and then say please do what you believe is right and then it is their problem not of yours anymore but true prayer is when you pray for others their progress towards spiritual progress their progress towards the goal of human life and help them to navigate the blocks that will stop them from reaching the goal that way the guru would be happy to solve and while solving your spiritual progress related goal if there are any material issues or challenges you face don't you think they would understand our hearts issue and solve it for us too isn't it something that we have to learn and find a better way to pray a better way to connect ourselves to a higher uh, source and when you really have the faith in the higher source leave it to them to judge what is good stop begging start praying thank you